Welcome everybody. This is James from 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, where in the next 15 minutes, I bet I can get you excited about investing. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. Happy Tuesday to any and all of you out there listening. Uh, we have a lot going on in the news today, but before we jump into that, we got the quote of the day. We got to knock that out, start our day off with some positivity. So quote of the day, I actually don't know who wrote this one, but I heard it the other day uh, reading actually one of my dad's old books, and he likes to write in the columns. And so I was just looking through it and I found this random quote. I don't know why it was in the book. It didn't fit. <laughs> it didn't fit the necessary uh, passage that it was right next to technically. Uh, but it goes like this. Planners never worry and warriors never plan. So planners never worry and warriors never plan. So Listen, I'm in finance. You're obviously listening because you're interested in investments, making money, saving money, whatever it may be. Guys, you got to have a plan. That is the only real way to make sure your goals are reached. Otherwise, you're kind of just gambling. If you don't have a plan, you're gambling. So if you guys listen to this, more often than not, you'll get some ideas, you'll figure out how to plan, and you will be that much closer to your goals. Uh, okay, guys, so what is happening in the news today? U.S. stock futures are roughly flat Tuesday morning after the S&P 500 ticked down less than a tenth of a percentage point on Monday. It was literally, I think, 0.9% that it, uh, it went down yesterday. European and Asian markets are higher, as are the Treasury yields. The 10-year note currently pays 1.325%. And as we all know, Treasury yields meant to be safe money, not meant to yield a lot, but still 1.325 is pretty, that's pretty low. Uh, the National Federation of Independent Business... NFIB, or if I, as I like to say, NFIB, Small Business Optimism Index was released at 6 a.m. and showed a reading of 99.7 for July, but that's down from 102.5 for June. The Bureau of Labor Statistics will release preliminary productivity and unit labor costs data for the second quarter at 8.30 a.m. Economists expect a 3.2% gain in productivity and a 0.8% gain in unit labor costs. More than 200 companies will release quarterly earnings today, including Coinbase and Unity Software. Okay, so 200 companies, that's a lot of companies. But Coinbase, that's especially pertinent to us millennials because... We like crypto, or at least you guys like crypto, or are interested in it. And it's not just for millennials. Anybody can like crypto. But Coinbase is the first company that's going public that is a platform for trading cryptos. So it's a good indicator of where it's going, where that market is going, just because basically Coinbase makes money off of transactions. So the more money that's passing through Coinbase, Coinbase does better because they're a transaction-based company. Uh, the U.S. Senate will vote on the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill today before, mo before moving into a debate on 3.5 million expansion of social programs. Okay, so that's already happened and they voted for it. So the Senate, the Senate passed it. Now it's got to go to the House. Uh, probably going to be passed there. I don't, I don't know what it looks like um, as far as uh, measurements. Is it going to be a 100% vote? Is it, It's most likely going to be close to 50-50, I think. Um, but it probably will pass. And in that case, guys, we got to start be thinking about the tax plan that Biden's also going to be um, proposing. He kind of already proposed one, but it was it was reneged. It was not voted successfully on. So they're going to try that again, I think, in September. And that is going to affect all of us. And I'll go a little bit more into detail later with that. But uh, let's just get on to the news here. So 
Today's headlines, there's not a lot of good ones, but I thought that these ones were, were pertinent here. Uh, as we talked about a couple months ago, the Canadian Pacific Railway raised its offer to buy Kansas City Southern, KSU, to $27.9 billion Tuesday. That move deepens a bidding war with the Canadian National Railway. Can- Kansas City Southern shares are 6.5% higher in pre-market trading. Okay, so why is that important? If that happens, if this railway gets bought out, they will connect the railways all the way from Canada all the way to Mexico, which will be the first time that there is a north to south railway that is connected by one company. And that is huge because now we're going to be able to send goods, coal, etc. down that um, railway, which is going to be way more efficient than having to trade hands between companies. Every time there's a stop, uh, it exchanges hands, etc. It's more money. So it's a way to lower costs of commodities. Uh, let's see, what else do we got here? Well, this one's kind of interesting. Abu Dhabi's Etihad Airways narrowed its operating loss to $400 million and cut costs by almost 30%. That is a huge deal, guys. That means that he's been, or he's been, Abu Dhabi's Airways has been working at almost 30% surplus on their expenses. They literally cut 30% expenses. That's huge. Uh, So they also forecasted a tidal wave of demand moving forward Tuesday morning. The government-owned airline also said, however, that passenger revenue had fallen 68% year over year. So what they're saying is, hey, we're cutting these costs because we lost $400 million, but we're also really excited because there's going to be a boom of travel, which is probably true. We just don't know when that's going to happen. Okay, this is the big news of the day that I really wanted to touch on here. Um, let's see. Tr- okay, so the guys, remember how there's sector? There's sector investing. So you have like financials, you have uh, utilities, uh, technology, etc. There's sector investing. So basically, whatever is in technology, think of technology stocks. You got Apple, you've got Square, you've got uh, even even technically Tesla would be in there because it's technology, but it's more that's more travel. So today we're talking about travel. That's what I wanted to talk about with you guys because you guys have all heard of Expedia. You guys have all heard of TripAdvisor, I'm sure. Travago, those are those are massive travel companies. Well, another one is about to go public. So let me read about this for you. Travel booking firms Hotel Planner and Reservations.com announced Tuesday morning that they plan to go public by merging with each other and with Astrea Acquisition Group at SPAC. Now, remember, if we've if you guys have been listening, an SPAC is a company that exists strictly to bring private companies public. So a private company has private investors. You and me and other people investing in um, just common stock cannot invest in a private company. You would have to specifically reach out to that company to invest in it, or they would request you to. So by going public, they're going to uh, publicly release stock. And so anybody can buy those stocks. So that is a way to be a publicly held company. They make more money, and thus they're able to grow more. So the combined company, which would keep the name Hotel Planner, would be worth about $685 million. The combined hotel planner company wouldn't be the first online travel booking company to trade on U.S. stock markets. Three of its rivals, Booking Holdings, Expedia Group, and Trip.com Group, have notched triple-digit returns since their respective IPOs. So I want to go into their performance here in a second, but let's just read uh, sort of the outlook that I have for this. Hotel Planner and Reservations.com are planning to go public at a time when the travel industry is still recovering from the COVID-19 pandemic. The International Air Transition or Air Transport Association expects the global airline industry to post a net loss in 2021, 
Makes sense. It'll be smaller than 2020, but makes sense, right? People, Delta variant, people are still scared to travel. Uh, SPACs have also come under increased scrutiny this year. Yes, they have. We talked about that. I'm not a big fan. SPAC-related lawsuits more than tripled year over year in the first half of 2021. And that's according to data from Woodruff Sawyer. Shares of Estrella Acquisition Group are 1.3% higher in pre-market trading on Tuesday. So Estrella Acquisition Corp, that's the company that Hotel Planner is going to use to go public. So let's look at some of this data because why is that important? Guys, travel will pick up. We all know it will because eventually this will die down. I don't know when it'll die down, but it eventually will. So companies like Trip.com, they've earned since their IPO 910%. It's 910.2%, but just for the sake of numbers, I'm just going to be rough here. 910% for Trip.com, Expedia is at 505%, and Booking Holdings is at 346.7. I mean, these companies have really earned since their IPO. And they didn't have a bottom of a, of a pandemic to come out of. So I really think that if you're looking at growth companies, you might want to check out some of these. Uh, you might want to look at, um, geez, why is it? Why am I drawing a blank already? I just read it. Oh yeah. Hotel planner. You're going to want to look at hotel planner once they go public. I think that that's a good investment for, uh, growth oriented investors. Now, not everybody's situation is the same, but if you're looking at growth, that might be, you know, a good idea for a small portion of your portfolio. I will probably look at it. I don't know if I'm going to put any client money in it yet. I'm a big earnings per share guy. Uh, when I, when I take into consideration my client money, so the better the earnings per share, uh, the more likely I am to put a client client funds in it. And so IPOs really aren't my thing. Uh, now I do have a client or two, who I do IPOs for, like I will specifically invest in them, but those are ultra high net worth people and they are eager to get growth anywhere they can get it. Um, That's not for the normal, typical investor. So just keep that in mind. And if you guys have any questions about that, feel free to reach out. Uh, Happy to answer those. Um, yeah, guys, I, that's, that's pretty much it. As far as news goes, I did want to talk about the infrastructure bill. So Look, um, I don't care where you politically lean. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I, I don't really have an opinion on it either way. I'm going to support whoever the president is because that's what I feel like we should do. We don't have to necessarily like them, but you should support them uh, because they do good, then we all do good. And so this new plan that's coming into effect most likely is going to be voted by the end of the year, uh, the tax plan. I think it's the American Families Plan, I think is what Biden wants to call it. But um, it hasn't been voted on. But supposedly, the suggestions in there are going to be to raise capital gains tax. They're going to be to affect and and tax uh, beneficiaries. Um, There's quite a few things, but let let me just touch on the beneficiaries really quickly. So currently, if you have an IRA, and this is any amount. So even if you have $50,000 and you retire and you have $50,000 in your IRA, normally when you pass that on to somebody, they would get what's called, well, let's not use IRA because the tax treatment is different. Uh, you just say you have $50,000 in a brokerage account. No tax treatment. If It's just a typical investment account. So you have $50,000 in that. You pass that on to your kid. What typically would happen is called a step up. So a step up in cost basis means that whenever you say, say it was all in Tesla. So you have $50,000 in Tesla stock. When your kid would inherit that stock, they would get the fair market value at that time of death. So say you died on January 1st, uh, 2050. So January 
first, 2050, Tesla stock's at $3,000. Well, they could sell that stock and not pay any taxes on it because it's at the fair market value of $3,000. They didn't make any money and they didn't lose any money as far as the IRS is concerned. Well, Joe Biden and the um, American Families Plan want to get rid of that to be able to pay for some things. So uh, what that would entail is you would get the the cost basis of whenever or your kid would get the cost basis of whenever you purchase Tesla. So say you purchased it at $500. So, and maybe what is that? That might've been $10,000 worth of stock at the time. I don't have a calculator in front of me, but say you bought it for $500. They would have to pay the capital gains. So Joe Biden would treat it as if they invested the money at $500. So they would have to pay capital gains on that, which is terrible for anybody who wants to leave money for their kids. So think about it like this. You buy something and it's $500 and it grows to $3,000, right? So that's the the stock price. Your kid is now going to have to basically bear that responsibility where before, like I said, you'd get a step up. You wouldn't have any capital gains as an inheritor. Now you have capital gains. So it's a little frustrating and those capital gains taxes are going to rise too. He's going to raise those. It's a little frustrating because now I have to do a little bit more um, strategic planning for clients who especially have high net worths that they want to leave their kids money. Um, But that's something to consider, guys. It might be worth people, if this bill passes, it might be worth to spend money with your kids while you're alive than it would be just to leave it to them. Because no matter what, there's no tax benefit to giving them money. Uh, That's also going to be this. It's also going to be the similar situation with real estate. It's going to be a similar situation with pretty much anything. Pretty much anything that you can pass on is going to have a tax capital gains implication. So I'll go more into detail with that whenever it comes time for that whenever it does pass. But I want you to be thinking about that. You guys should be planning. Remember the quote of the day? Planners don't worry and worriers don't plan. So be thinking about your plan, how you guys are going to handle this stuff. I know for me, I want to leave my kids something. I want to leave my kids as much as I can. So it's if it helps the country, that's great. Um, if it doesn't, then it's just as going to hurt people who are trying to help their kids out. So keep that in mind. Uh, that's it for today, guys. As always, invest early, invest often. I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great one.